Bush and Richie here with another podcast for you, which we know you're going to love. There's some great stuff in this show, in particular a guy called Gary who has got a homebrew method for clearing his own ears. Uh, very quickly, favourite smell. What's your favourite smell of all time? Favourite smell of all time. Because during the course of this show, and I'm just doing it again now, I can't stop taking the top off a Sharpie and having a little sniff. Oh, I love it. That's, uh... Really? Yeah. Really? Have a smell of that. Have a, have a smell of that. No, it's a no from me. It's absolutely smell. revolting. Wow. Favourite smell. Favourite smell. Favourite smell. I don't want to say cut grass, it's route one. I don't want to say petrol station. OK. Something different. Favourite smell that other people might be a little bit, kind of bit, oh, right, about? Um, tar. Bit of tar? Tar in the road, that's a good one. That's a good one, I like that one. Um... I, 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 I've got a feeling that you and I had this as a private discussion recently. I'd actually say the smell of a, a football match when I was a kid. So yes. the mixture of horse dung... Yep. Um, deep heat. Deep heat, uh, cigarettes <laughs> and uh, the, the old uh, burger van. Oh, a bit of burger van All as that well. together. I love... Um, match day. That's what I'm going to call it, match day. The essence of match day. Yeah. Bottle it, you could make a million. But in fairness, I do realise that the most prevalent smell is horse dung. <laughs> Particularly the season both our teams are having. <laughs> Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Bush and Richie here with Hometime, a musical bar where everybody knows your name on a Thursday night. Richie, please just come out with the statement that you started the show <laughs> with one more time. Go on. I have had a procedure done this lunchtime and I feel like a new man. A million dollars. Of course, we've been inundated with people guessing. I don't know what this is. I know, you do seem different. I don't know what it is about you, but you seem different. I tell you, could I say how I feel? Go on, say how you feel. I feel more confident. <laughs> Can you just step away from the table a minute? Let's have a little look at you. Oh, I don't know. Someone says, is it leg lengthening? <laughs> is she part of the 28 inch leg club from the other night? I think that would have taken a little bit longer. Isn't that hanging from the um, the ropes or something in the school gym? <laughs> it feels medieval. Yeah, but no, I'm still at 28 inches. Uh, Roxy from Margate says, Hi, Richie, was it colonic irrigation? A good tube clear out before Christmas excess? <laughs> Joey, we bought, we chipped in as a group of friends and bought my friend Jeff uh, colonic irrigation for his 40th birthday. He absolutely loved it. I thought about having that done. I've never had it done. It wasn't that. It wasn't the colonic irrigation. It, it wasn't that. OK. I tell you what, I'll give you... I'll give you another 3 minutes 51. 3 minutes 51. And then I'll reveal all. Can't wait. So text now. <laughs> Please tell me that's a figure of speech. <laughs> <laughs> If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Right, go on then. Last couple of guesses. What is this procedure I've had done at lunchtime that has left me bouncing today, feeling like a new man? He feels like a new man. I don't know what it is. Confidence is back. A lot of people guessing with different things. It's been very impressive, some of the stuff you're coming up with. Uh, this question says, uh, Richie, have you had your teeth jazzed up? No. No teeth jazzing? It's not a teeth jazzing. 
Interesting. Samantha says, uh, has he had something surgically removed from his face that he was using his wife's eyebrow pencil to cover? <laughs> Good callback. I should have updated you properly on that. No, the, the keratin horn went a while back. We tied a, uh, tied a piece of thread round it to uh, starve the blood supply and it fell off my face. Straight out of Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> so it's not that. I don't feel you've, you've seen the last of that. <laughs> that thing. I think it's going to come back in in greater numbers. Uh, so look, no one's got anywhere near it. What is it? Well, do you know what? Actually, someone has. Paul oh. in Liverpool has texted and has got the correct answer. I've had my ears done. What do you I've mean? had them syringed. Well, <gasps> they don't call it syringing these days. It's a different process. I've had my ears micro-suctioned. Wow. And yeah. is this like you've been sent there by the doctor or you've just booked yourself in nah, off your own back? Booked myself in. I feel like I have bought a new pair of ears. That is amazing. The way that I would describe it is go back to the 80s, right? Where yeah. we, you know, you had in your car, you had the old cassette player, yeah. and then suddenly we shifted into the 90s and we all got CD players. And the first time you moved from cassette to CD and you're yeah. like wow this is the future is that that's around, what my ears feel like is this a roundabout way of you saying that the 90s were better than the 80s after Friday <laughs> no it's not <laughs> I do, I'm very jealous I love the idea it's happened to me once uh, ages ago I was covering rock and roll football and uh, I like a weird thing happened in my ear and I couldn't hear out of one ear went to the local walk-in centre Soho NHS walk-in centre that's a place to be on a Saturday morning uh, and they syringed my ear and I felt like a new man it's an amazing thing when you get the ears done I think it is the most gratifying procedure you can have done to yourself. It's a great like procedure. I, I can hear, when I turn my neck left to right, yeah. I can hear the hairs on the back of my T-shirt. You're like Wolverine or it's something. It's incredible. It is amazing. Some, some kind of superhero. But I put it to you that there is not a more satisfying procedure that you can have done than having your ears done. Right. Well, I'll say this for now, but I do believe I have a procedure that can outdo that. Really? For, for a pure sense of self-gratification. Really? Yes. OK. I've got it in the locker. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. It's a rejuvenated Ritchie here today, one half of uh, this this dynamic duo. I'm I'm like this because I've had my ears micro-suctioned at wow. lunchtime. A fantastic procedure. I don't think you'll find a better one that you can have done on yourself. Well, well I do, I'm going to throw my hat in the ring and say, go into a hygienist at the dentist, whilst at the time... Awful. Correct. Awful. Yes. When you come out of there and you feel, you know, that feeling you get on the back of your teeth sometimes when you had a banana and they're a bit rough. Yeah. But that all over your teeth because they're being like cleaned. Yes. It's like having the rendering redone on your house. <laughs> I'm going to throw my hat in the ring with that one. I'll give you that, I'll give you that. It's a great like, feeling. Like you say, a bit of a discomfort to actually go through it. wasn't really the case with the ears. You enjoyed it? I did, I did. Is it, is it less painful and intrusive having them hoovered than having them syringed? Uh, I... Apparently, it's better on the ear canal. <laughs> There's the quote of the night right there. I'll tell you the first hour of the show. So, look, we're, we're after from you. What do, what, what do you reckon is the most satisfying procedure you can have done? It is quite a highbrow conversation uh, to start tonight's show with. Uh, Alan's hanging on. Alan, what is it? Hello. Hello, Alan. Where are you? I'm down my workshop. <laughs> OK. What, what tools you got going on in the background, Alan? It's a hell of a start oh. to a call. I've got CNC routing machine. So noisy. I'm sure I've got their album CNC routing machine. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for them to make a comeback. Alan, tell us what is the most satisfying procedure you can have done? A cutthroat shave down at the barber's. Oh, I, Rich, you ever had one then before? No. I've, I've had it once and it made me itch like crazy. <laughs> oh, it depends how well they do it. 
but is it? I, I don't know the idea of uh, someone you don't know putting a really sharp knife on your neck. I don't, yeah, having said that, I had a Hoover put down my ear canal. That's a good point. That's a good point. I've had the snip. That's even worse. All right, All right thanks, thanks Alan. <laughs> Not another one of his machines. <laughs> the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. It's a very highbrow start to home time today, asking you what is the most satisfying and gratifying procedure you can have done to yourself. Have my ears done today, I can hear crystal clear. It's amazing. I, do you know what, having heard about this today and how cock-a-hoop you are, mm. there's no other way of putting it, I might book myself in. Well, Kerry in Chatham says this, you've made it sound so amazing, would it be appropriate to book this as a Christmas present for my dad? See, if I was like, well, I am a dad, like when you're an older dad, I'd love that. <laughs> I think it's a great present. I would, I would firmly back you up on that one, Kerry. Uh, and this text from Gary in Beckenham is very interesting. It says, guys, I do my own ears once a year. Give me a call back if you want, and I'll explain how it's done. <laughs> that is disgusting. We've got to speak to him, though. Watch this space. Absolute radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's Bush and Richie. It's home time. Uh, these songs must be sounding particularly great to Richie because he's just had his ears syringed a bit earlier on. Everything's sounding great. You sound like the Dawn Chorus. Is it a little bit like going from normal telly then watching football in HD thinking you've had your eyes cleaned? I'd say it's UHD, my friend. I don't even know what that means. Is that the next one up? Yeah. Oh. Uh, but Richie, uh, his ears syringed earlier on, we're talking about the most um, satisfying procedures you can do on yourself. Uh, we had that text in, if you remember, earlier on from a fellow called Gary who says that he does his own ears at home. Yeah, no thanks. He said, you've got to call me and I'll tell you what it is. We've got Gary on the line no. right now. <laughs> Gary, take it away. What do you do? Right. So, yeah, I genuinely, what happens is when I'm washing my hair in the bath, I genuinely notice about a week or so before I can't clear my ears and I can feel water gets locked in behind the sort of build-up yep. in the building tray. Okay. So what I do, I set myself aside two hours on a Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> flood, flood me ears with Odex or a softening sort of liquid. Yeah, right. Take the shower head off. <laughs> put, a, put a fairy liquid lid over the shower head. Get a nice, nice warm temperature. Oh shoot it into me ear. Do it myself. Put a plug in because the wife likes to see what comes out of the ear. Oh, Gary. Oh, Gary! Because obviously, Richie, how much did you pay? 80 quid. 80 quid. So you save yourself 80 quid with this? Couple of quid. Couple of quid on Odex. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I mean, look, every that, time. We, we, we should just say here, that's what Gary chooses to do. This is not, we don't this endorse is this. not our endorsement not, or recommendation. Gary, Gary is not a medical professional. <laughs> Gary, what, what is your line of work, Gary? I'm in the building trade, so, it gets, uh, so I get pretty dusty, so the build-up's about once a year. <laughs> OK, all right. Incredible scenes. Thank you, Gary. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. So I just want to talk very quickly about a phenomenon that has crept into British culture over the past few years, I reckon three or four years. Uh, and you might notice it if you were, uh, say, scrolling through your Facebook feed in December, something like this. 
uh, and you'll notice maybe that someone you previously respected or a work colleague, someone you thought was all right, uh, is suddenly posting photographs of little elves sitting on shelves <laughs> in, their, in their house and then moving them around every single day. The way you just said someone that you previously respected. Previously thought was all right. <laughs> Honestly, right, if I had someone that I knew as a mate and I saw that they were posting photos of elves on their shelves, it would change everything for me. <laughs> I'd have to take them out and take them aside and have a drink with them. Just say, that what's going on? I think uh, nationally we need to stop and just take stock, get a grip of what's going on here. Obviously, we're talking about Elf on the Shelf. I don't really know that much about it apart from to say, I think you put the Elf on the Shelf and then is the elf watches your kids to see whether your kids are being naughty. That's snitching. <laughs> in the prison parlance, that's a snitching. I, I, don't, know, I don't know whether you what put... What is it? The, I, I think the elves obviously move around the shelves themselves. But they go they, they go from, like, one shelf, then they'll go and be yeah. in the kitchen for a bit. But they're, they're snitching. They are. They're watching on the kids to report back to their employee, which is Santa. That's... I always thought elves were like fair play elves, yeah. you know, doing all the dirty work, making all the toys. But to watch other people, you have you have identified one thing: the elves are snitching. They are snitching. They aren't are, they? yeah, 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 yeah. It's like Lives of Others, that movie, elves with earphones on, like listening in. But then equally, snitching. as parents taking pictures of the snitchy elves, yeah. And then sharing that. Sharing that on your Facebook It's feed. another leap, isn't it? Exactly. And you know, I'm sitting there, I'm sitting on my lunch break watching it. What's going on? <laughs> so look, we just want to just test the water, get a handle here on Home Time of how far, uh, kind of widespread the problem is. How far has this gone, Elf on the Shelf? Maybe you don't know it. Maybe you don't do it at all and you have no idea what it is. That's fine. We just want to dip our toes in the water to see whether it's a thing or not. <laughs> Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. I mean, while we're talking about the phenomenon that is the elf on the shelf, it's only happened in the past few years. Do you do this thing? We're just trying to test the water to see how uh, kind of widespread the problem is. I'm thinking in a couple of weeks we do an elf amnesty. <laughs> Great old skip. People just turn up, no questions asked. You know the way people hand over decommissioned weapons? And we'll just get rid of them for you. Are Go they, door to door. Are they not helping Santa in the process, though? It's still snitching, mate. <laughs> Yvonne says we've got oh, two naughty elves, Chippy and Smarty, double trouble. She's named them. James says WWE, World Wrestling Elves. And he's actually put his little elves in with what appear to be wrestling figures. His head's gone. Now, look, there is this assumption that obviously the elves are looking out for, um, you know, on the Kids on the, for the, yeah, for the Prezies, snitching on the kids for Santas. Uh, this is uh, this is quite a development. Paul has uh, sent us a picture of the elves in the back of his black cab on the on the parcel shelf on his cab. If you think of the behaviour of some of the people that are going around in taxis this time of the year, those elves looking out. Imagine getting home from your Christmas party, having four, you know, whatever it is, beers, <laughs> and seeing an elf there, and then yeah. no one believing you. <laughs> Uh, Liam says, uh, Bush and Ritchie, how does the elf on the shelf rationalise its snitching with European data protection laws? That's a very good question. Are they GDPR compliant? How long do they keep the naughty list on file? <laughs> so many questions, so few answers. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. I mean, while we're talking about the phenomenon that is Elf on the Shelf, do you do Elf on the Shelf in your house? Or do you see on your Facebook page loads of other people doing Elf on the Shelf? As far as we can tell, it's uh, elves at large in people's houses spying on the people who live in the houses to inform Santa as to whether they've been good enough to deserve presents. I think you're really onto something here in 
that uh, this is more of a problem than we thought. It's out uh, of control, mate. Paul Lang has uh, sent us a picture of uh, a particular elf who's... Um, this elf has disguised himself in a Pringles tube. <sighs> Arms coming out the tube. Little face where, the, like, the, the little Pringle face would have been. Where, where actually the crisps should yeah. have been. So they're not just spying, they're eating our snacks. They're taking liberties. Yeah, they are taking liberties. Sonia says, and this is, this is the state that some people have got themselves into, uh, I do have an elf, which I now, I now regret. We are now at a point where I'm being out-elfed. This morning, the sweetie jar was empty with the elf wrapped around the jar and my son had eaten the contents and said straight-faced, it was the elf that done it. <laughs> so, look, this is getting out of control. Again, watch this space. We may consider some form of elf amnesty. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, meanwhile, it's time for us to delve once again into our 12 Daves of Christmas. Here on Home Time, we're building the song as we go along. It's almost like a little Dave advent calendar for us, isn't it? It is. Every day, a different Dave. Different Dave, different location. Uh, and we do apologise. We mentioned this earlier on. Our singing was a bit ropey before, wasn't it? It was. Yesterday was horrendous. So Hopefully. Uh, we're going to try better today. Uh, should we open another door on our advent Let's calendar? Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, let's go to the line and say, who's this? I'm David in Whitehall. Oh, very formal, David. Are, yeah. are you sure you're a David and not a Dave? No, my mum always says I'm a David, not a Dave, so I always do as I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> How's your day been so far? Is it raining on a horrible where you are? It's really horrible here. It is absolutely disgusting, and I'm looking at Nelson Column, and he's crying as well because it's so wet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> are you musical anyway, David? Music, I can whistle pretty well, that's about it. Oh, go on, then give whistle us a little tune. <laughs> Oh, I feel all festive now. That's amazing. Well, can he sing as well? We're about to find out because you, David, soon to be Dave, are our fourth Dave of Christmas. Are you ready to sing? Show us your pipes. Perfect. What do I need to sing? (laughs) Well, you just you get ready. (laughs) Okay. So on the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Dave from Whitehall. Dave from Northampton. Dave from East Kilbride. And the Andrews. We're the weakest link. (laughs) Me and you are the weakest link. We're letting the Daves down, Richard. Well done, Dave. Um, Yeah, I think you're right. How bad was that? I'm so sorry, everyone. (laughs) It's really bad. We're getting worse day by day. We can both play music and instruments. I know. What's going on? What grade are you on the piano? Five. I'm grade three on clarinet. (laughs) Uh, Tomorrow's the big one, by the way. Yeah. The fifth Dave. It's the five gold rings, Dave. The big old belt it out and promise we're going to up our game with the singing (laughs) as well. Watch this space tomorrow. Hometime podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Thank you to 120,000 people who have watched our little interview with The Rock and Kevin Hart. That's incredible. Our tombola which he described as a piece of... Yes. You can actually see that in the video. That's 120,000 people have seen that tombola. It's incredible. It's on Absolute Radio's YouTube page now. Uh, this time tomorrow, I think it's fair to say, we will both be hot to trot, uh, heading yeah. off to uh, Dingwalls in Camden for our big club night, 80s versus 90s. Hundreds of you are going to be there. We're looking forward to seeing you. Um, it's all getting rather real, isn't it? Uh, they've sent around uh, all the uh, the risk assessment and everything this evening. The risk assessment? There's no risk. risk. There's not a risk at all. <laughs> not at all. Nailed on 
gone bangers. I went round earlier on and I got my outfit sorted for the se- uh, for tomorrow night. Have you really? For the 90s, I went to Sports Direct and Topshop. <laughs> Make of that what you will. Have you got your outfit sorted? I think I can get my outfit sorted from my very own wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> That's damning in itself. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Now, this time yesterday, you would have heard us chatting to uh, The Rock and Kevin Hart, uh, starring in uh, Jumanji, The Next Level, uh, which we enjoyed and was fantastic. Um, one of the people that we sadly didn't get the chance to talk to is uh, their fellow star, Karen Gillan, who's uh, been in both uh, Jumanji movies. Yes. I've read an amazing story about her today. So think about think about everything that she has done recently. Uh, she was uh, obviously Emmy Pond in uh, Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, help her to the 11th Doctor. Uh, she's been in Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Is she in there as well? Avengers Infinity I didn't War. Know that. Avengers Endgame. Both Jumanji films. So things have been going pretty well for her. Things are good in her life right now. Obviously, speaking to lots of people about Jumanji, like we were talking to The Rock and Kevin Hart, in one mm. of her interviews it's come out, she said that she got uh, knocked back uh, from her hometown Inverness from the local pantomime. Oh, what, so she applied to be in it and they said no? Audition for a role, they went, oh. no, it's, an, it's a no from us. And now look at what she's... I love stories like that, when like when you've had that you've had that rejection and it's like, right, OK, I'm not stopping here, I'm, I'm going to show you. What a way to do it, that's amazing. I think it's good when people take stuff like that. You can either mope and then say, oh, I'm never going to get anywhere in life and life's always down on me, or you can use that as a motivating factor like she has yeah. and gone on and maybe you could be in a Jumanji movie in the next couple of years yourself. A very young Richard. A very young Richie uh-huh. did a bit of hospital radio. And oh. I, got a, <laughs> I got a letter from the bloke who was running it called Andy, yeah. uh, who said that I was the weak link. <laughs> that I will amount to nothing. Yeah. And uh, it's just a little bit of motivation. Yes. I mean, hey, look around. Look around now, is, Andy, is, mate. Is this the weak link? Yeah, what are you doing now, Andy, with yourself? <laughs> Some might say. <laughs> yeah, well, no, not at all, man. This, I mean, this is it, though. It's good. You know, take those things and then make them some kind of motivation. If you have, if, if you want to, let, let's, all, let's all share, let's empower each other. If you have one of these stories of yourself, that you had the knockbacks. Yes. And, and now where you are now. Share them with us. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. So, uh, Karen Gillan, she's in Jumanji. We met other cast members yesterday. Uh, she's uh, said in an interview how she got rejected from the Inverness Panto <sighs> as a young, upcoming actress. And now here she is in all these amazing films. I've checked Inverness Panto this season, Ali Barbar and the 40 Thieves. Sounds good already. <laughs> I, you know, sliding doors <laughs> could have gone in a different direction. But tell us these tales of triumph over adversity where you got told no and you've you've succeeded. Yeah, if you've had a knockback, tell us about it. I mean, I remember for me, like, just starting out in my radio career, I went for a job at the GWR Swindon uh, breakfast show. Oh, yeah. GWR now doesn't even exist. The radio, that whole radio station stuff is gone. But I went for the job, didn't get it, was mortified, considered giving everything up. And then, I don't know, you look, if I'd have gone off on that track, then maybe it wouldn't have been. You'd never have ended up with a bloke who's just said his ears micro syringe. Exactly, it's a match made in heaven, isn't it? <laughs> 
Home Time podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Uh, the Inverness Panto said no, but Jumanji, Guardians of the Galaxy, Doctor Who all said yes uh, to actress Karen Gillan. So we are after your stories uh, of triumph over adversity. If you've had a knockback and then been the bigger person, tell us about it. Nikki from Bushy says, I was asked to drop history A-level as I was apparently not going to pass. Fast forward 20 years, I had a meeting at my old school's history department. The teacher was still there and I was working with inspirational World War II veterans as part of my my job as a museum teaching assistant. Wow. So there you go, the ultimate turnaround. Got to take this call from Tamara. This is good. Tamara, tell us about it. So basically, I, I left dance college and I needed a summer job, so I went and auditioned so they were doing like a summer kids show at Thought Park. Thought Park, and nice. I took my mum along, I did a dance audition and I got cut in the first round and we were like, oh my God, am I in the right business? <laughs> So that's the kind of moment at that age where you're thinking, maybe I'm not, I haven't got what it takes to do any dancing or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You just you start to question whether you've just spent all this time, you know, studying it, only to realise that maybe you're not quite good enough. So, Tamara, <laughs> tell us all what you are doing now. So I'm now paying Grace, Grace Black in Hollyoaks and have been for the last <laughs> six years. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's unbelievable. Do you think sometimes you need a kind of a knockback to push you forwards a little bit? Yeah, I think, for me, definitely, when someone told me no, it just made me want it even more. I think it's amazing that you are Grace Black in Hollyoaks. Is there any yeah. way, now that you're a home time show, Absolute Radio listener, you could put a message across to us in one of the episodes of Hollyoaks oh, that we can great. watch? Anything you can do? <laughs> I can definitely try. That would be so good. Brilliant. An episode of Hollyoaks with the home time show on in the background. I think we'll all, we'll all have made it. Or, or even just be doing the dishes with a home time show tea towel. I will absolutely endeavour to get that in the show as soon as I can. Right, <laughs> we are sending a home time tea towel to you at Hollyoaks. Yay! I'm going to get it on the show, definitely. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. So there's the end of the podcast. Um, we're aware, we've tried to address it, that uh, the end of the podcast has been a little bit lame, limp. Yep. You did once have the likes of Bill Bailey. Uh, you did once have the likes of our own composition and all that kind of thing. Th- that's now like walking around a castle and wondering what the castle was like hundreds of years ago. We can't say too much. We can't say too much. In fact, we're not going to say anything other than something happened today. Something happened today. Something happened today that is involved uh, maybe an act helping us out. I don't want to say Coldplay, but... <laughs> don't say Coldplay. It's don't say Coldplay. <laughs> I don't want to say ACDC. Already said too much. I don't want to say Elton John. <laughs> but plans are afoot. Plans are afoot. It won't end in this limp way. Gallagher Brothers. I don't want to say Gallagher Brothers. <laughs> I don't want to say Katie Tunstall. <laughs> I don't want to say Katie Tunstall. She is available, though, to be fair. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps.